Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Before we start, if you can take some time to like and subscribe, that would be awesome. And also, if you'd like to give to South Point Church, you can do so by sending an e-transfer or signing up for Tithely. Let's have a great show. I could only imagine. imagine. Nice, nice yeah, start. We started How off with that. How did you both know? What do you, you mean? You both started singing the same. How did you know to sing well, it? Because we started with two words, and I, I can only yeah. imagine. It was, it was really easy to figure out what song. You what were it would be like. <laughs> like, the, like, but that's how people sang the song after oh. after the casting crowns. Like, so people yeah. would sing it in churches, remember? And then people yeah. would be like, "We're gonna sing this song. Hope yeah. brings you hope." I can only imagine. And then all of a sudden, everyone's they, like, "Oh God, it's, I don't okay. know if I want to imagine." But it. here, here's the thing: do, do you not find? And this is a great start. Do you not find that when most churches, yeah, introduce a new oh. song, they don't do it right. They introduce it almost like they were singing an from a 1980s quartet. <laughs> Yeah. version like darlene check hill song you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, early yeah. early because i remember a few times in churches where they you'd hear the song like <laughs> you know whatever like trading my sorrows from daryl evans okay yeah. the og version <laughs> then you go to some churches and they would sing it and you're like that yeah that's not even the same that's not the same it'd song. It'd be chopped. It'd be a, I'm trading my song. But, but, but even but even slower and oh, like slower. like the quartet version. You're like, what, what ah. is what is happening right now? You did that for me right there. With I can only imagine. You know, that song I always yeah. get confused with. Uh, I'm already there. <laughs> you know, Lone Star. Oh, oh I <laughs> forgot about that song. I'm the whisper in the wind. Oh, sing it, girl. <laughs> but it's a, it sounds the Is same. that Jesus in the wind? John 3, is that what you're quoting right now? <laughs> the spirit does what he He's wants. He's like Moves the where wind. He wants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See? No. <laughs> oh, you changed keys yeah. on us there. Wow, key change. <laughs> this is like church yeah, all of church, a sudden. Yeah. It's 1992 yeah. and Darlene Check you know is what? leading. Wendy Bombay most... started an F, didn't like it. Changed key. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, wow. you know what do you think is the most uh, underappreciated and underrated song in a church? Do you think? Do you have one? I know mine. I can't wait to say it. Uh, I don't know. An underappreciated yeah. song. But it's just a great song, and people don't sing it enough, oh. or they don't sing it anymore. Because and they I should. know, I know, like I have a top five like yeah. all time bangers that will oh. instantly get people all to bangers. Yeah, that, it's <laughs> all the, time Pentecostal <laughs> hits. What I call them uh, is I the, will dance like no, Dave. No, it's the instant hand raise. Oh yeah, stand out of the pew, like sit. It's like if you're sitting, get up out of your pew and raise your hand. Song. It's perturbing to me that you know that Shout you know. To the Shout to the Lord. Awesome. Shout to the Lord. Um, awesome God. Our God. No, well, maybe, no, but no, that wasn't one. that wasn't. Wow, wow. I love okay. that song. I always loved since as, I was a little girl. And as the deer, big fan of as I the deer. I was just gonna say, underrated, underappreciated. As the deer. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Great song. Yeah, you've always been a big I've fan. I've always been a big fan. You can modernize that. People don't think it's modern. You know what? It's yeah. great. Yeah. Don't come at me with no as the deer. Okay. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> Strong takes already Strong today. Do you like, know what a new modern hand raiser is? It's an instant hand raiser. Is uh, what a beautiful name. Yeah, that's a the, good one. The old people <coughs> eat that crap right yeah. up. Not crap, but yeah. they eat it up. Cornerstone um, <laughs> oh, is a Cornerstone. more modern yeah. like banger for for instant hand raises. 
See, um, I, I don't, Agne, Lord? Agnes Day. I, I don't listen to enough. I don't. These aren't uh, new, it, right? Like that's what I'm saying. These aren't new. That for me, like I feel like we're at the point in age where mm. we're crusty enough that we're like, oh, the banger is Agnes Di. No, you know another good one. Okay, um, two two old hymns that are instant bangers for for instant raising of hands. <laughs> great and is another thy, one. Great yeah. is thy faithfulness. Oh yeah. yeah. And then, then sings my soul. Then sings my soul, but, but, but in a medley whoo. form. In the medley. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I'm just saying, if you put me into an old timey Pentecostal church and yeah. gave me five songs to lead worship with, I could start and end with people with their hands raised, and I, their hands raised at <laughs> the dun, end, dun, dun, and an altar call. Dun, 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 I'll fly away. Dun, this is what oh, I, yeah. I forget sometimes how like how church background both of you are. Like when you go, th- like mm-hmm. I forget it sometimes because for me, like even in all the churches I've been in, I've always struggled with with that because I, I I didn't grow up with all of that, so I'm like I don't yeah. even know what the song is. I have no idea, and I'm trying to keep up with it. Like I think the I've been around long enough. I think the, the stuff that you've said is is there, but yeah, I like there's a lot of times people will say we'll sing a song, and I'm like I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you know, oh yeah, I, I could, love I could, could throw down. I could throw down. Oh yeah. There's going to be a revival oh, in mm, the land. No. Oh, I, like from, from the, the north, north, north yeah. to the south, south to the east, east to the west, west. Oh, there's going to be, there's going to be, there's going to mm-hmm. be a revival. Oh, she. Oh, find your note. But yeah. <laughs> but I like that one. I still remember sitting in the back of Simcoe, Ontario, Calvary S- Pentecostal Church. Sandy Patio. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wow. love that you did the repeat. There's oh, gonna yeah. be, there's, there's gonna, gonna, there's, there's gonna, gonna be. be. <laughs> you know, fun fact about Tegan when she's listening oh, to worship gosh. music, mm-hmm. her best parts <laughs> and the parts she knows the most and the, the parts that she repeats are all the ad libs. Oh yeah, that people make vocally. Oh, she may not know the song, but she'll know when Darling Check drops some sort of like ooh, and she'll bust that out. Or a guitar rift. Or a guitar rift. I always have to turn up a certain part in. Uh, that song endlessly that Josh Baldwin, oh, the Bethel oh. guy. I remember, I, I remember when mm. Tegan started her Bethel stage and there was uh-huh. like Kim Walker. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would always, you'd be like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. When she gets so mad at me because then I would do the ahas in her worship. It's music. not the same. <laughs> yeah. You're missing it, Matt. You I'm don't get that. it. I'm okay. over that. Okay. Oh. We, we know. We know. You're going through some ch- listen, ch- ch- I don't even listen to music anymore. It's podcasts all the time. Apologetics podcasts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's mm, great that's, comfort, you know. Yeah. Not great, no, Greg Kokel. Are you a lawyer? Frank Turek. <laughs> oh, I'm right into it. Yeah, but that, Elisa Childers. But that for me, like, whatever he, I remember somebody sent me those videos years ago, About like the Ray, Ray Comfort, Comfort, and be like, hey, are you a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever lied? And you're like, well, yeah. Goes, then you're a lawyer. Have you ever stuck at something? <laughs> <laughs> like, He's trying to show you that you cannot I, fulfill the Ten Commandments I, in your own way. I get way. it. I None of get us are it. good. I get it. That's why Jesus had to come. I, I Do you to- want me to go through? I'm going to lead you I to salvation to- listen. right now. I totally get it. <laughs> what is happening? Are you both off concerta I, at this yes. point? Yeah. I, I totally get it, and, and I appreciate <laughs> it. I just think, like... you can, There's a different way to have the conversation. Like, hey! Hey! <laughs> Have you ever looked at a woman? Then you're an adulterer. <laughs> like you're like, oh my god. Yeah, he's like, like, then you just told me you were lying, blasphemer, adulterer, murderer. 
<laughs> and then the people like on the video stand there, and it's always like the early two thousands. Yeah. So they have all the Oakley sunglasses. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Yo, that was deep." <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "So if you were to die right now, where do you think you'd go?" Uh, I guess I'd have to say hell. Like that always. And then he's like, do you want to give your life to the Lord? And it's just, yeah. I guess so. I'm not really into that. (laughs) It's so funny. Street evangelism. It's more conversational. Oh, boy. You know, defending of the faith with Christians and non-Christians. Yeah, girl. Get it. Get it. Yeah. Get it. That's where I'm at. Not not Ray Comfort street evangelism. Listen, I appreciate your journey very much. Thanks. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Yeah, well, thanks. Well, <laughs> all right. I don't I mean, know what to say. You don't, you don't have to live it. So, no, I'm oh, kidding. I'm I kidding. Think, I'm kidding. Wow. It's good. No, it's 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 been <laughs> a great it's been a great change. And uh, like, hey, I didn't even get mad about these neighbors playing their music on the weekend. You know, what a change! What I a said, change. I don't care. They don't even bug me. Yeah, I'm full of grace, baby. Full of grace. You want to get nuts? Your grace is enough. <laughs> Like, we're all a bunch of losers. You know what? Have at her. I'm going to heaven. Have at her. Peace out. Jesus. One day. One day. I can only imagine. This ain't it for us. This is not it for us. Come on. (laughs) Don't. Were you just about to ask me, do I know that? Yes. Did you know that? Everybody needs to be asked, do you know that? Just because you're a pastor doesn't mean you've seen Street evangelist. I thought you said you didn't do this. Are you a liar? Do you know if you have you lied? Eternity, where would it be? <laughs> well, I want to see you get excited about it then. Oh, wow. She's shaking it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I wasn't here on the weekend. So because uh, I was in PA. Da, 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 da. Which button is oh, this one? <laughs> PA. PA. Uh, ah. Pop. Wow, we all did that without even trying. And it's the gateway to the north, a gateway beautiful land with so many north. great things going on there. Um, so I wasn't there. So what, what did you talk about? So um, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't ready for that. <laughs> so <laughs> we <excited>. were uh, <laughs> talked about a passage uh, from when when Jesus is about to feed the five thousand. Yeah, he gives a. Um, he does this really interesting thing with uh, both Philip and Andrew, where he asks them a question. He already knows the answers to, and it was kind of a test. Mm. And um, the, the the question was like, "How are we possibly going to meet the need of these people?" Yeah, right. And I think what when it comes down to is this idea of being in a place of peace where we try to control the environment. So, you know, like Philip's like, well, 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 we don't have anything. We can't, we, we, what are we going to do? If we, we can't feed all these people. We're freaking out. And he's trying to solve an impossible mm. scenario on his own. Mm. And even Philip or uh, Andrew goes, well, I mean, like we have some loaves of, and fishes, but like, like what are we going to do with all? Like, what are we going to do with this? Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting that in the, um, in our discussion with it, um, uh, we talked about this, that he wants you to know that he will wait for you to learn the lesson mm. when we try to solve our own problems. Where where they he knew the answer. The Bible says that he was testing them. Mm. And, and as long as you think that you have um, to come up with the solution, the way out, you will be anxious, you will be stressed, you will be irritable, and you will be frantic. 
But once you come to the realization that you are not adequate for the task, mm-hmm. that Jesus will have to step in and you turn to him, then you step into a place of peace as you wait for him to unfold his plan. Mm-hmm. So this idea that like so often these big things happen in our lives um, or, or even small things and we try to fix the problem ourselves. Mm-hmm. God, you're not doing it in your time. In my time, sorry, you're not doing it the way I want, so let me help you out. Or we're trying to rack our brains about how can I solve this? So, like, I, I equated that to our our, ch- our current church situation, yeah. where, like, a lot of churches across the country in the U.S., there, there's financial struggles, there's attendance struggles, mm-hmm. there's um, relational struggles within mm-hmm. the congregation. There, there's all kinds of things going on. And we as humans by nature are trying to solve it. How, how do I get people to tithe more? Mm-hmm. How do I p- get people to give more? How do, I, uh, how do I get more people to come to my church? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the list goes on and on and on of stuff. And it feels like an impossible task. Yeah. Because truthfully, it, it is be. somewhat of an impossible task. Um, but in the midst of me trying to fix this impossible task... God's sitting there going, I'm going to wait for you to sort this through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you do this. It's a test, but I'm letting you do this, even though I have the answer yeah. and I'm waiting. But in the midst of all that, I'm freaking out. I'm getting anxious. Yeah. I'm getting worried. I'm starting to panic. And then what I do is I start making bad decisions. I start trying to um, do things I shouldn't or act ways I shouldn't or try to solve a problem. And the reality is that if I would just, and I, I said this on um, Sunday at Birch, that um, we need to let go and let God. Oh, and I, I, you know, oh, wow. they all, well, they all laughed and I was like, it's such a, but it, in a weird way, it, it is the truth. Now the problem with that is it's, Sometimes it's impossible to fix the impossible because it's impossible for us to give up control. Mm. Write that down. Okay? And, and, and so we never let go and let God. Yeah. Like, we just don't. And we try to fix our own problems. And in the midst of that, Jesus is like, yeah, but, like, the solution's right there. Yeah. Just, like, take five seconds and just chill out. I think sometimes it feels uh, irresponsible to just to not try and fix the problem. Like in our minds, we think we think that it's the irresponsible thing to just let go and let God because it's our problem in front of us to deal with our responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's like the easy way out or the cop out, the Christianese answer to things. And there's got to be a balance of both, I think. You do what you can do and then leave the rest to God. Yeah, and I, and I think that yeah. was part of the discussion was like w- God still gave us a free will and gave us a mind and mm. gave us a way to think creatively and, and, and try things and do stuff. But at the, the same time, when we're at that tipping point of frustration and major stress and major anxiety, like mm-hmm. for me, when it came to our church component, I, I confess to our church that like, you know, as much as we joked about Regina, like on the way home from Regina from a conference, I just had to give it up because I was like, okay, God, I, I can't solve these problems. Yeah. I am literally stressed out of my mind. I'm not showing it that often. Yeah. Although I jokingly said I may may not be hiding it as well as I think I was. Mm. 
And I said, I can't, I can't solve this. I can't. I, I, there's so many things on our plate right now at South Point and, and, and personally and everything else that's yep. going on. I, I, it's impossible for me to try to manage this. I'm not necessarily a control freak, but I do like to manage. And yeah. I just can't do it. And the minute I gave it up and said, not that I was giving up because I'm still formulating oh, yeah. attempts and figuring out, you know, asking God for wisdom and all that. But I've given up the fact of like, okay, I can't control this outcome regardless. So God, either you have to step in and make what's impossible possible, or you have to, and this is the other thing I said, you have to put your super on my natural and make it supernatural. Won't you do it? Mm -hmm. Well, I remember uh, the mediocre preacher, Jeff Hillier, one time, Mm. he said, um, he preached a sermon on, um, it was the demoniac uh, 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 the Gerasian demoniac. So the guy that was um, demon-possessed with a legion of demons. And the community around him, like, just trying to chain him up. Like, they did what they could, but they were trying to solve supernatural problems with natural solutions. Mm. And which, it's amazing that Jeff came up with that. Uh, <laughs> but what I will say is that like that always, that always, uh, stayed with me. Yeah. Like, I, I think sometimes like, like there has to be a ma- like an evaluation matrix on what is the situation going on, right? Like sometimes it's cause you're stupid and you did something dumb. hundred percent. And like, can Jesus get you out of it? Probably. Should he? Maybe not. Like, like grace, and, and and some of that is just like part and parcel of understanding consequences to actions, right? Like, yeah. is his grace going to be with you through it? Yes, it is. Is he going to see you through it? Absolutely. But it's an ownership of maybe the poor decisions that you had made. That that's one. Mm-hmm. The second one is like there are things beyond your control that you cannot do anything about. So a lot of it is you can stress yourself out with the things that you can't control, or you can trust and have faith that God will help you come up with the right decisions and the right things to do to kind of move into that, that, that decision. And then the third one is literally it has nothing to do with you. Like it's stuff that is not even in your purview, but yet it's going to affect you. Yeah. And that's where it's like, you know what? I got to trust you with yeah. that. Cause I, I can't do this has nothing to do with me. And, I can't even control it. And somebody uh, helped me with a real perspective shift when it comes to the like number two and number three that you just mm-hmm, said they're kind mm-hmm. of kind of jointly and like we had to make a tough decision to um remove some of the sponsorships that our church is yeah. is doing and i felt like a failure mm-hmm. i felt like you know uh, because when we first started i thought oh man church planting is easy we had you know 150 175 200 people coming to our services sometimes and we're mm-hmm. like this is this is a joke no this deal. is easy and then COVID hit and we're, we're you know, we're suffering yeah, like everybody else. Everything. And on the, the tail end of that, I, you know, realized that now what I thought was easy and what I thought was whatever comes more difficult and you're having to take out some sponsorships for, for things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I felt like a failure. I felt like the devil was attacking. I felt like this and felt that. And someone said to me uh, in the context, well, m- maybe this isn't about you at all. And I said, well, what do you mean? So maybe this is actually God um, testing and putting the missionaries' faith into action. 
because mm. they're the ones losing the sponsorships. And it was actually God's will for you to to do that without mm. knowing it. And it's actually this is about them it has nothing to do about you. Yeah. And it like th- to even think that way for me was never in the because I'm a selfish me monster, right? So it never even thought to cross my mind that yeah. this could be for another purpose other than the detriment of my own. Yeah. And I just thought when when you can extrapolate that into a lot of the scenarios that you live, yeah. Um, when it comes to certain things, you know, again, like you said, sometimes it's me because I made bad choices, bad whatever. Sometimes it um, it's God just um, it's an impossible task that we need God's yeah. help with, and sometimes it has nothing to do with me at all, and it's hard to see that like- one because it still feels like it's affecting me. Well, and it might very well be affecting me, but it's actually not about me at all. Well, like real life example, inflation. Like, sure, yeah. Most people have less money because they're paying more for everything else. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's nothing in my even control, but that's affecting me. Sure. And at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, yeah, are we paying out more for a million things? Yes. But. God can take care of us even through that. And that's where for me, it's the faith piece of like, you know what? It's going like, that's crazy. But at the end of it, like I have to trust that he's going to see us through and whatever that looks like, like I, I I have faith that it will be okay. So the, the, the conversation we had, which, you know, I, I was pretty authentic and raw about our conversation is I agree with everything you just said. Mm -hmm. But there are some times when the reality hits that oh. you have to choose between this bill or that bill 100%. because God, in your perception, didn't provide. Yeah. Right? Yeah. God didn't heal when you begged for healing for somebody. God yes. didn't get somebody saved when you, you know, like you can you can throw the reality of, of people's faith in 100%. there. And, you know, we can we don't get into it tonight about just the whole, you know, does that shake your faith or does it make it stronger? Uh, but what you have to have that conversation with people is the reality is that, you know, we talk about God provides and, and you know, <laughs> to take and used to walk around every once in a while in the house from a Bethel thing. She used to listen to a prayer. They used to have like a monthly or weekly prayer. And I always hear her say once in a while, checks in the mail, right? Like <laughs> one of the prayers is that checks would come in the mail. And and, and, and it, they did. And it has happened for us. Like randomly oh, people. Yeah. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland, for example. For the church here planted, he, he, out of nowhere, sent us money. Yeah. And we don't know Kenneth Copeland. Like, we don't know his ministry, but he sent us two different checks yeah. at two different times. And truthfully, both times, the church was in a place where we needed yeah. that money. And did Kenneth know that he was doing that? Probably not. He's got so much money. He was, he was just, too busy blowing right. away COVID. Right? <laughs> Splating all the old people for it. But, oh, boy. Oh, wow. I know. Now I feel guilty about it. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But Come checks on. in the mail. Come but on. like the whole checks in the mail thing. So there are times where God does provide in weird and wonderful yes. and mysterious ways. But then there's time where you're, <clears throat> you know, you're sitting there. Like David in in a lot of the Psalms and Proverbs and stuff going, woe is me. I want to smash my head upon a rock. Like I can't, you know, God, where are you in the midst of my, what seems like at the time, my greatest turmoil in life? Yeah, I think, but that, I think that's more normal for people. 
mm-hmm. then then like and it's not that those other things don't happen. I think it's just it's a perspective thing, right? Like yeah. you think you need X, but what God says is that you need Y. Like that's actually what you need. And then you're like, but X, I need X. Like, just give me X. I just don't understand. Like, where are you? And he's like, "Eh, why is over here? And that's actually what you need. So, and then eventually you come around to be like, oh, didn't see that one. Well, and I wonder how many times, too, we delay our own answers to prayer or God stepping in because he's sitting back going, hey, like like a kid with a tantrum, Mm -hmm. like, I'm... I'm just gonna let this thing play out. Totally. I'm gonna sit you, or I'm gonna just stand back and watch your kid have a tantrum. And go when when you're done. Yeah. We can solve this problem, but until then, yeah. You do you boo, and and so <laughs> you do you boo. You do you boo, and then you go around in circles, around in circles, like you know, talk about the Israelites a million times, yeah. and and again, I, I like the more the more I read the Bible, the more I pray, the more I go through situational. Uh, crisis of life the more I realize we are so much like the nation of Israel where we're mm-hmm. so you know we joke about was God really coming back for this <laughs> like for me <laughs> like and he is and I love him for it but man I, I, ugh, I, I'm rough <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough and I think that's the stabilizing piece of it though right like when you realize it's just his grace and mercy. Like, that's the thing for me that keeps me going on a daily basis. Because I know who I am. And I know, like, like so Tegan's journey, for example, like, I've, listen, you guys have been around a long time. You've seen me go through five or six of these things. <laughs> and, like, and and now, probably the last, I don't know, six years, seven years, like, it has been more. It has been more not now like ups and downs and like trying to figure out all of those things, and it's not that I'm not learning or growing. Yep. It's that like there's a lot of fettering around like I'm secure in God's grace yeah. and His mercy, and I understand that like without obedience, um, grace. Re- I'm just I don't understand grace if I don't obey what He tells me to, and so like that's where I can just be like okay. At what point do I freak out about this or do I trust and I obey? And I know that at the end, on the other side of it, like uh, something will come out on the other side that I wasn't anticip- like that I am anticipating, but I'm not sure exactly what that is. Right. And that's okay. I got nothing. You got nothing. I'm literally have nothing to say. Wow. I, I do find the older I, I get, yeah. the quicker. It is for me, in the, I'm, I'm in quotations, the easier yeah. it is for me to f- switch from panic, frantic, stressed, anxiety to faith. Mm. And I've always been someone who has, I, I believe one of my spiritual giftings is faith. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm already pretty quick to go, oh, God's got her back. Like, it's fine. It will, we'll figure it out. God mm-hmm. will work it out. But it's even quicker now for me. Where when I was younger, there was a much longer period of time of stress or anxiety. And so I do, like, I feel bad for those who are, uh, how do you say it, like, naturally more wound tighter or more different anxious, than me, anxious more, by yeah, nature. Yeah. 
um, or, or even with some mental health issues mm-hmm. and and aren't able to kind of flick a switch and, and yeah, switch over totally. that. So, I, you know, maybe I'm becoming more empathetic. There's the possibility of that. Um, but uh, I do, you know, I, I do feel bad for those who, who struggle with the anxiety and the, and the tension and the stress oh, yeah. of trying to solve the impossible. And, you know, it's, it's not easy. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. It's not easy. Well, um, Tegan's really I uh, have just. To say. Uh, uh, yeah, I have nothing. It's all good. It's all good. Mm. This is all true. What's um all your grace is an What's a what's a good word that comes after good? Bye. 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 I said father. Oh, 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 oh,